cup coffee in here, please. You're listening to the Hoffy Coffee Cast with Reese Bolton and Reese Jones. Come on, get some coffee. Want some coffee? Okay, this guy needs coffee and cooler stack. Damn good coffee and hot. Welcome back to another episode of the Hoffy Coffee Cast where we talk all things film, TV, video games and conspiracy theories. Of course, I'm your host, Reese Bolton. And the co-host, Reese Jones. And today we are continuing our superhero talk, talking about the just finished, probably, I have to say this, probably the best superhero show this year. Um, it's invincible. I would say it like one division impressed me. Falcon and Winter Soldier impressed me. I in the end, I have a bit of issues. I'm a bit mixed with Falcon and Winter Soldier, but Invincible literally it was like I don't know what to describe. It, actually, it was kind of like a show was coming out, and I thought, oh, this is going to be a typical like you know superhero show, um, you know animated show that we've seen countless times and stuff. But, you know, it came out and I was like, wow, this is just amazing. Mm. This is yep. just amazing. And, and frankly, like, it was just like looking forward to each episode every Friday, Invincible Fridays. And, yeah, I can't wait to talk about it. So uh, you can find us on Instagram at Instagram.com slash Hoffee Coffee Cast and our Facebook account at the Hoffee Coffee Cast. You can email us at the Hoffee Coffee Cast at gmail.com. And uh, follow mine and Reese's main accounts on Instagram at Bolts97 and Reese B. Jones. Give us both a like and a follow. We'd be much appreciated. So, uh, let's just say, I'm going to say this quick. Obviously, this is spoilers, all right? Um, as every time we talk about a show, after mm. it's always going to be spoilers. So, we don't really do spoiler, spoiler-free reviews on this podcast. <laughs> um, we. I was struggled to be honest doing like a spoiler yeah. review because then you, if you're trying to explain something, but then you have to go to spoiler territory. Exactly. Um, yeah. But oh god, not gonna lie, that last episode, season final of Invincible, was probably one of the most disturbing episodes I've ever watched on TV. But disturbing, but still bloody amazing. Bloody amazing. No pun intended. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but- and. Yeah. Didn't you think like this is exactly what the superhero genre needs right now? Yeah. Like yeah. Um I mean, I hate to say like it's nothing new because the boys sort of, you know, came out with um well, season 2 uh, last year saying, you know, or or if they're more realistic and it's very bloody and obviously like swearing and 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 the rest. But it's invincible isn't just you know, a a more gritty retelling of like the traditional superhero story. It is, I mean, every single character I'm invested in, especially in the last episode. So, as we said, you know, this is spoiler territory. The the train scene, and this is a father putting his son in front of a train and holding him there and causing the deaths of dozens of people. Uh, I'm not going to lie. And he what, kept, I, I, kept on going. I literally, watching that episode again and watching that scene again, It especially that scene, that is a scene that literally uh, is so disturbing. It like, is horrific. I, I, I don't think I could watch that scene again because it's fucked yeah. up. And seeing like horrific. Mark's yeah. face basically just all through all that blood and guts and all yeah. that. 
Yeah. I, th- I think what's, um, it, it, it reminds me, right, this is the only way I can describe it, is like a cold bit of water on your face. Like it's waking you up because we're used to the whole, like the anodyne Marvel uh, sort of, like template, right? Yeah, it's it's very. Um, I'd say I'd say I'm not afraid to say it is family uh, friendly, or it it likes to portray itself as fam- family friendly, and as such, it's very uh, it's toothless. Yeah, um, and- nowhere in a Marvel film will you see children dying. No, they're, they're always no. saved by the hero, right? No, that's, yeah, that's exactly. what happens. Exactly, um, and it's interesting, like it coming out the same time, well, about the same time as Falcon Winter Soldier. Yes, where yeah. whatever you do on Friday, like sometimes I would watch Falcon Winter Soldier first, and then after straight after I watch Invincible. Yeah, yeah. or sometimes I watch Invincible, and then I'll watch Falcon Winter Soldier, and you see a massive difference. It's like massive difference, like, and you see like. The Falcon Sword, the idea I like when people get thrown, you know, against the walls or, you know, just beat it to the pulp and stuff. I'm thinking, yeah, you're, I'm not gonna lie, yeah, you're, you'll, you'll be dead or like, yeah, you'll yeah. be so, like, gory. And this Invincible takes that risk about showing something on animation. And I'm saying that, like, animation, the way that, like, guts and blood coming out and stuff like that, I find it a lot more disturbing than seen in real life. Okay, yeah. Um, it's, it's very because of the way it's, like, being, like, animated and stuff. Like, yeah. it feels a lot more gorier. Hmm. But maybe I'm not so used to seeing that kind of stuff in real life. Yeah. I say real life, I mean, like, yeah. live action. Live action. I, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially... Um viscera and blood and guts it's very hard to portray on you know movies or uh, television series and actually make it realistic you know and and, and not come out as quite campy or low budget but even i um being i think that like if if you say you take everything from the um invincible season and put onto live action i think it will still be un you know, they will still not air it, in my opinion. Yeah. I think that's yeah. so much goriness. <laughs> like, 18 obviously is meant for, like, gory stuff and stuff and all that. Yeah. But that scene, that train scene, yeah. Yeah. If you it, made that into oh live God. action, yeah. it would make Saw look like a 12. Like, yeah. 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 It, it, it would make Saw look like just, like, mm. nothing. And... Um. Yeah, sorry, yeah. I, I just like to say the sort of like the synopsis on IMDb for the show. Okay, yeah, go um, ahead, yeah. And I think it's obviously, you know, an animated, anima- sorry, an adult animated series based on the Skybound Image comic about a, co- about a teenager whose father is the most powerful superhero on the planet. That, that's, it's a perfect, like, analysis, really, isn't it? Just yeah. A perfect sort of just blurb. And then yeah. to see it all unwind and just... You know the secrets yeah, it's, being um, revealed. It's yeah. just ah, oh. it's created by Robert Kirkman, who obviously yep. has done the Walking Dead comics. I mean, I'm I, you know I'm a big fan of the comics, and not I was a big fan of the show until it started dragging along past season six, and then I wasn't. Yeah, I stopped watching it, but I I did I did like how his kind of material has gone. Yeah, in a new different I've, um, and superhero I've animation. Never... I've never seen an episode of The Walking Dead, so I want to know whether it suffered from the same uh, issue as Game of Thrones, that 
um, as soon as it went off um, off the boil or off the source material, um, the the replacement material was subpar. I think I don't know what I think. What the problem with the walking that happened was there were too many filler episodes, and that the pacing just went off. I feel like the pacing because. Game of Thrones, you had like ten episodes a season. With yeah. um, Walking Dead, just sixteen episodes a season, mm, and, yeah. and I think that's what really you know ruined it to be honest. Because then you just have um, so many filler episodes, and then it'll get to the point where like nothing will really happen until like the eighth episode in, or like so, you know it would be quite filler episodes, and then characters. It was characters was you know the, the characters development for certain characters just won't go anywhere, and that's yeah. why, like. Walking Dead became a show where you just watch in the background and kind of idea what it is. Like <laughs> that's, not, that's not a very good thing to say, but <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, it's very I much know. a background show. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's become what like look like if you watch like a Law and Order, Grey's Anatomy. Oh or, God! You know, yeah. while you're trying to do some work or something, or study. Yeah, that's basically what it is. Hmm. And, yeah, and. I mean, this the, what they renewed it for like one more season. I'm just like, oh, they could have ended it like yeah, like no one six. cares, right? Yeah, season six, season seven. They've got, they've yeah. got spin-offs as well, right? Like Fear the Walking Dead. I think there's and, they're, and they're trying that. to they're trying to milk the the universe so much. Mm. Um, there's like a there's a Walking Dead yeah. show called Worlds Beyond, which is focusing on like young oh, yeah. people, and it's just like oh, a teen drama one. Uh, it's like, oh, I really no. So they're basically being like a Disney thing and trying to branch out into like, you know, we've got we've got to take advantage of all the demographics. We've got to take of like, we need to, a mature one. We need like a young adult one. Ugh, is it, that sounds terrible to me. <laughs> yeah. But um, I, it, it doesn't really like, you know, give me any sort of like fanboy hype. But um, apparently in Invincible, there's a team of carbon copy um Justice League members called the Guardians of the Globe. Yeah. And they're all voiced by Walking Dead alumni. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Is that quite here. cool to someone yeah. who's seen Walking Dead? Um not really. <laughs> I, I mean like you're talking to somebody who hasn't watched it past season six. Ah, okay. Yeah. And even before then was kind of getting bored of the show. So <laughs> uh I mean you had uh, obviously the the original Guardians we had uh War Woman, basically. Yeah, yeah so you think about it, these are basically, uh, you know... They're carbon copies. Carbon copies yeah. of, the, of, the, of uh, <laughs> Justice League. And then you've got Green Ghost, which is Green Lantern, Martian Man, Martian Manhunter, Red Rush, The Flash, Darkwing as Batman. Mm. And then you've got the Immortal and uh, Aquarius, Aquarius, as basically Aquaman, and the Immortal, say, is like Superman. But it's like, it's like Superman, but then you also have Omni-Man, which is kind of like the Superman. And yeah. we'll talk about Omni Man, and uh, that's that is probably one of the uh, that is a I like that I like this character, like I recompare his character to Homelander, not in terms of like the, his his personality or like his you know the way he's depicted, but kind of in the way that like he's not just like a black and white villain. It's yeah, and I mean uh, episode eight could turn that in a different direction but it is it's, it's a bit there's a lot more grayness to him um like same way with homelander in a way like uh but instead of homelander's a bit more kind of like you know nuts like not sustained <laughs> whilst only man is a 
bit more sane say that yeah um so yeah uh so yeah this is like you know this is typically like an anime this is typically the plot is like you know uh let's just say obviously in the comics superman had a son who became like the next superman and stuff and the way it's like mark is just like you know uh, his father is like the most powerful superhero in the world, and then in season one, he gains his own powers. And basically, it's all about him juggling uh, life as an alter ego superhero, as invincible, and still being Mark Grayson. So it's got that Peter Parker kind of like plot line yeah. to that as well. And um, you know, like he he's juggling, uh, you know, his personal life. He's juggling relationship with uh, Amber. I'm not a big fan of Amber. I can go into that into detail, but I'm not a big fan of her. Yeah. But then also, Adele, it, what I like about this world is it's already established. You already got heroes going around doing stuff. You got like villains, you know, going around just doing stuff. It's it's not like an origin story for like superheroes in the world. It's already established. And I love it. Like certain episodes, it will focus on like a mad, stopping a mad scientist. And yeah. then, you know, what does it remind me of? It, it reminds me just like, you know, like very old, one of those sort of classic, like, you know, like, you know, Marvel. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, or like the health, Batman. Healthy, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, well, you know, it, it, it's like, oh, I'll get you again next time. And then, you know, a couple of episodes again, that person's broken yeah. out and he's doing another <laughs> evil plan. But I, I love it. And it's it's looking at like the villains are like, you know, Gone, going from like intergalactic beings to like you know like mob bosses. Yeah, and I love it. Yeah. It looks at both of them sides, and and it's all it's all about all of this is like folks on Mark becoming the hero he needs to be. Yeah, and uh, you know alongside of that, you then you've got kind of uh, Atom Eve, uh, who's voiced by Gillian uh, Jacobs from Community, um, and she basically she's trying to find her own way of saving the world trying to you know kind of get that independence and all that so she's struggling with her like you know her like put in responsibility as well and um uh and then obviously then you've got the, the guardians mystery what happened to the original guardians obviously spoiler the uh the original guardians get killed off in the first episode i think like when i watched that episode i was like okay this looks like a very typical you know um like animated show like super animated show and then when that happens at the end you're like what okay yeah. this is now going a bit into game of phones territory this is killing off character straight away yeah um well um did you see that video by full fat uh videos no no they, they, um they obviously he went into depth on the subject but it's basically it is a, a, a brilliant subversion of the trope that um you know, do you know when you look at Superman versus Batman, there always needs to be a good reason why they fight, mm. why they fight each other. There always needs to be some, either like good reason, well, it usually comes out as a, a contrived reason, like, oh, one of them's hypnotized or there's uh, poison gas or something that makes them go uh, insane. So there has to be some reason that they're not in their right minds when they fight. Yeah. But seeing... Uh, Omni Man take on the Guardians of the Globe, and ha- having him just destroy them for apparently no reason, and he's sane whilst doing it. It is, it is amazing. It, it sets up like this mystery for the whole season, and 
it, you, you are you are invested the moment it happens. Yeah, and before so good. even before it happens, you introduce to kind of like the personal lives, like snippets of it, like short yeah. scenes of like the guardians, the original guardians. So thinking, oh, you know, the way these characters are depicted, the characters are like, oh, I kind of like these characters. I want to see how they develop. Like they don't, they don't seem to me like characters. I wouldn't watch this and be like. You know when you watch films and TV shows and you watch you, you get introduced to a character and you can tell that character's gonna die. It's yeah. like a like dead character soon written all over him and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And then I found that with like the original Guardians. So when they died, I was like, What? I was even more shocked. Um You know what I mean? You you obviously when you meet so a character it's like, Oh, I wanna be like, you know, um I wanna be this one day and then they die yeah. like next scene. <laughs> it's like that, like uh but I was, you know, I thought, oh, these are going to be interesting. I thought we were going to, you know, because I haven't read the comics at all. Uh, so I didn't know what was going to happen. I thought, you know, these are a good cast of actors voicing these characters. I want to see where this goes. And I'm enjoying this. This is kind of like a Just League, like, show. And then they all get killed off. And I'm, I'm like, holy shit. But this kind of reminds me a bit, like, imagine if they did the, um, the oh, what's the what's the game? Um, Injustice. If they did the Injustice. Yeah. A game plot i mean to an yeah. animated show and just have like lois lane die just like in the first episode and then and then uh superman kills joker and then superman goes evil because you know you, you're talking about like superman and batman there needs to be a good reason yeah. well if like the like superman in the comics does become evil because or just lose it because of lois lane dying yeah so i think that's quite lo- like a logical reason yeah, but but, but, but that's, like, that's still he, he's, it's not like um it's not the Superman that we all know. It's no, he no. becomes the evil you know inverted commas evil Superman you know. So yeah. it's technically a different character. I know. You oh mean, yeah, you, yeah. That's me being uh, pedantic, but it's just saying that um you can't have the goody Batman versus the goody yeah. Superman. Yeah, yeah. You know, like uh, for example, in Batman versus Superman, um, Dawn of Justice. Uh, Batman is convinced that the only way to, you know, to keep Earth safe is by killing Superman, and Superman is coerced into fighting Batman. So there is like this, these, these contrivances to make them fight. Yeah, but, but then, yeah, Bat- I, I totally but then yeah. Bat's really. I won't compare much to Dawn Justice because the way it's written while they fight is not really done well. Oh, it's terrible. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, um, but. <laughs> It's it's literally like uh, you know watching it, watching Only Man kill the Guardians, and then in episode seven he, you know, goes through all those kind of you know obstacles thrown at him. It's like what happens is to what the most, the most powerful being on Earth just you know is actually the villain. Like how do you stop it? And uh, Cecil, um, Cecil Speedman, uh, voiced by Walton uh, Goggins. Yeah, I actually enjoy his character because he's yeah. not one of those like you know, he's not one of those like you know typical like government officials. He's like you know destroy it, like you know don't just you know just like destroy it, like you know America and stuff like that. Like he's yeah. a, he's a you know he's he has that connection relationship with mm. uh, you know Debbie, uh, Mark and Nolan. So it's you know he's tangled up in that as well. Mm. He reminds me. I don't. I don't think anyone's mentioned this, but he's like um, an analog for Lex Luthor. 
but a more believable Lex Luthor. Yeah, Whereas yeah. in the comics, Lex is a free agent. He doesn't necessarily work for the government. He's he's a free agent, right? He believes that Earth is safer without um, metahumans. So he goes after Superman and, and he's a baddie because he doesn't like Superman. Well, uh, Cecil is like the, the very... Um, you know, what's the, the term? Sort of like the smoke and mirrors um, G-Man or like the men in black sort of thing. Yeah, he, yeah. He employs like the secret society sort of, you know, especially in the last episode when he reveals that like all of those sort of like labs are in like the secret um, light frequency that can only be accessed, you know, it, it, by certain... Because everybody's like susceptible to it, because they all like have that chemical they, in the water. They all drink in the tap yeah. water in America, which it's... I think is true. There's conspiracy <laughs> around that. Yeah, but that's what I mean. It's like it plays into the whole. Yeah, like, yeah. Yes, they're conspiracies, but it's because this man is trying to be. You know, he's trying to save people. Yeah, yeah. I, I really like the character. How he, he's almost like, like Lex Luthor. I because really if like if it. anybody ever if if like if someone ever recorded what would happen to that lab, there'd be so much outcry. Exactly. And yeah. I mean, you've got to think about like you know, it's a. Uh, what was it? Those kind of robotic creatures that, um, yeah, uh, um, Sinclair, yeah, in, um, episodes. He, yeah, six. He, he's voiced by Ezra Mirror. Yeah, uh, Ezra yeah, Miller. yeah. Like, what a voice cast. Yeah. Um, yeah, if ever, I, I reckon he's, what he's done is he's getting like, obviously, people whose bodies are like gonna go. I don't know. He must have like, uh, how, how would you get like the, those like, create more of a soldiers? Unless you abduct people and just turn them into those, because they creatures. said like um, they're they're dead soldiers that are being repurposed as oh rea- right reanimated. Oh, yeah, they called reanimated. Yeah, that, that's a lot yeah. of like ethics into that. Like yeah. you know, but, but I mean, factors into that. But then... you think like they just they just take all of s ethics out of the window oh, when yeah. they need to consider how are we going to defeat someone like Omni Man. Yeah, who is exactly. who is indestructible? Exactly, and his son is invincible. You got, you know, you got to do a little dirty to make some good. You know, mm. um, I, I think Cecil is the ultimate, um, the, the the epitome of the means justify the ends. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And he, he's got this. Always had this plan, like this kind of, you know, uh, what what would you call it? Like, um, oh, a, a contingency plan if only man or mark just go awol because yeah. if you've got a super biggest big superhero like character you know like this super powered being you are going to be suspicious about him because yeah. you know whether you trust him or not but he can become dangerous and destructive and the guardian's deaths even Cecil knows that this must be nolan did you know only man who did this yeah yeah. But he was kind of playing his cards well. That's why mm. with with that's why he kind of banished Damien Dark Darkblood. Yeah. Because Damien Darkblood was getting too close that he was going to basically fuck up, really. Yeah. And um, you know, you, you want to be sure, don't you? And the idea that Cecil has to have a relationship with Omni Man, but he feels like Omni Man couldn't do this, like kind of a bit of a like denial. Like the mm. same way as like Debbie, when when she finds out that only man killed the guardians, she has had to do that denial about her, even though literally on the paper, he's killed, he's killed yeah. them. Mm. Oh, and he, you you mentioned about yeah. Damien Darkblood. He's probably one of my favorite characters from this, how he's, 
He's a mix love, between, yeah. um, you know, you have Hellboy, uh, you have, um, oh, what's his name? Um, Etrigan the Demon. Yeah. And and a bit of Rorschach as well. Could you it, say? It's like this, no pun intended, this ungodly mix of these heroes. Who's the character? He works so well. Um, who's the character from The Wolf Among Us, The Fables? Uh, oh, you mean Bigby? Bigby Wolf? Yeah, he, I, I get kind of like that as well. Hmm. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know why. But when I saw that, Big like, B is meant to be like a he's he's a bit of like a an homage to Wolverine as well. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 It's, it's like this meant to be like this tall, dark stranger. You know, this chain smoking noir cop. You know, he's such a good character. Like, oh yeah. And yeah. voiced by the inimitable Clancy Brown, n- none yeah. other than the Kurgan himself and Mister Krabs. But, the Kurgan voices him. How but, amazing. Um, but he he's definitely going to come back in like the future yeah. seasons. He's not he's, dead. He's no, been no, no. He's been sent no. to hell. So yeah, he's coming back. <laughs> he's like, he's just, they he's just been banished. They, to they hell. literally just sent him to hell. Like you know, <laughs> like uh, it's this is all this is all just you know normal life, isn't it? For these people. Yeah. Oh yeah, we just we just banished the villain, yeah. uh, creature to hell and stuff. Um, I, I I like it. Like. Uh, mm. <laughs> what I like is they go into the whole um, like teenager um, friend dynamic, family dynamic, but without being like CW cringe. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's cringy just by saying that, but like uh, it's not uh, Teen Wolf. It's not uh, Riverdale. No, it, it does like the teen um, parent. Uh, sorry, the teen anxiety sort of angle very well. By not delving into it too much, yeah, and and having actual characters who are very mature, yeah, not like these like yeah. whiny, you know, like I mean, Anakin Skywalker sort of characters. I mean, like obviously, what was it? The episode, episode seven, where uh, Amber dumps Mark, yeah, and yeah. he's a bit whiny. He's like, you know, giving up and stuff, and it does sound like oh, he's being a bit pathetic. But frankly, I think if I was his age and the girl dumped me. I would just give up as well. I'll, I'll be like, oh, mm. I can't be arsed with this and stuff like that. I, I but, think he's meant to be us because uh, yeah, usually, do you know, yeah. like in like comics and films and whatnot, yeah. Yeah, he, he reveals his true identity to his love. And as a result, she, she, she fawns over him. You know, she, she can't resist him. And it's sort of, it's burst in that bubble, yeah. which is really good because she rejects him because why didn't he trust her with his secret identity? Yeah, you know? and... That doesn't annoy me in a way. That's why I don't like her character. She's uh, she's very um. She's have you heard of the term fridging? Yeah, yeah. yeah. She, she, she's very underwritten. But then uh, she's somebody whose point of view is that of a, of a normal civilian. Yeah, while yeah. He's yeah. talking to his to his guy that like if something happened and villains found out where she lived, yeah. they could kill her. Like or you know, mm. and then it would be his fault. So he's got a lot to take in, like, but also Mark is, imma- I still got immaturity as well. Like, you know, all the cow, no, the characters that like the ones in high school and all that have got kind of immaturity because, you know, the high schoolers, like, hmm. you know, they haven't reached their 20s yet. Like, I think what, Mark just turned 18, I think, when it comes to the uh, the show. Um, I think he's 18 in the show. But um, yeah, because he's meant to be finishing high school. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and yeah, that touches on to like you know Mark's failing his failing in the high school because he's not putting as much time in. But he's mm. focusing more on like you know saving people and saving the world and stuff like that. 
Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? Um, I, what do you think of the um, the new Guardians? I did love Zachary Quinto um, as a robot. Yeah, I did, I did like his kind of story where you're thinking, "Oh, what's he planning?" He's a villain. Yeah, and I wouldn't say he's a villain. I don't. No, think no, he's... no. What I mean is, like, you're meant to. It's oh very... yeah, yeah, yeah. You're meant to believe it's the traditional. He's a robot. He goes insane. Yeah. Yeah. He wants to, like, you know, he's a killer robot. But then he wants to be a real boy. Yeah, <laughs> he's Pinocchio. Yeah, he's he's such a lovable character, and like he, and he wants to create, like he wants to transfer his consciousness into, uh, you know, kind of, yeah. uh, Rex's like you know, like clone, body. Body. Yeah, I, that's sorry, so weird. <laughs> that scene where it's episode seven, where like robot comes out as like um, as Rudy Connors, and yeah, then Rudy. and literally yeah. that like Omni Man is doing something wrong. It's it's doing destruction on Earth, and then obviously Caesar told the Guardians like stay where they are, and yeah. literally, and you see Rex Sloan, uh It's like wait wait wait. So you took my like my DNA, but why do you take my young thing? And like it's the main thing he's fo- he's uh, pissed about. And I love Rex because Rex has got that kind of like that ego attitude that isn't like a dickhead, but it's funny as well. Like. Yeah. But at the end of it, he, he, you know, he does become a he. His character does develop in a way that, like, um, like for him, it's all about like you know himself. But at the end of the um, the, the season final, he's like kind of cut. You know, he's like get try, scrubbing the blood off the walls. Uh, that kind of shows like some maturity as well. Uh, yeah. And willing to do the work. Yeah, and up, Jason yeah. Uh, Man uh, Mantinukas, yeah. Yeah, I love it. it, it <laughs> yeah, he's brilliant. I loved him in uh, the Good Place. He was really yeah, good. In yeah, that. Um, but but the reason about like robot is creating his consciousness into like this to boy because he he's he's got a crush on Monster Girl, and he wants to be like. Is that the reason why he does all this? Or so he can like get with Monster Girl, or like he's got a crush on her. Um, or is this like yeah, another he reason? A, he does have a crush with her, um, but he but, also just want, he wants to help her because, like, uh, you know, she she's essentially cursed, right? Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. He, he does want to help her. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he couldn't do that if he's if he turns into a thirty four year old man. It would be very dodgy because, <laughs> I mean, she's like what? Yeah. she's like thirty five and like uh, really, 20, but then twenty five, I think. Yeah. Twenty five in that age, she's going to turn into like a baby. Mm. Every time, like she deages every time she uses her monster powers. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, uh, that'd be a bit dodgy. Um, but um, oh, yeah, we got uh, uh, duplicate. That's I like that. <laughs> I like that character. Uh, obviously, Atom Eve, um, Shrinking Ray as well, which basically like supposed to be like Ant Man. Uh, yeah. obviously, we say that, or, or the Atom, yeah. yeah, or the Hulk. I say Monster Girl's like the Hulk. Uh, and then we've got Black Samson as well, which was like an original member of the Guardians, yeah. but did not I mean, make it to the final. He's meant to be like Iron Man, right? Yeah, yeah. And you have that kind of, you know, that kind of, like, you know, uh, tension between him and uh, Rex, because Rex is mm. kind of like the guy who, you know, oh, we've saved the world, we've done this, another like, you know, good day. And then yeah. Black Samson's like, well, really, we done, we messed up on this part we should do this you know it's like 
the idea that like obviously like Black Samson wants the Guardians to be what they should be, whilst Rex just doesn't care. But that's obviously down to his immaturity as well. Um, yeah, it's kind of weird. It's like now, like Zachary Quinto is like obviously robots turn to like Rudy Connors. It's like it's like his kid now telling the Guardians what to do. And I was like, it's, I just feel like, oh, they're not going to listen to you because it's like a little kid's going to be running the <laughs> Guardians. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, like, yeah. who is like the de facto leader? It's Black Samson, surely. It can't, yeah. it can't be Robot yeah. now, and it's definitely no, not Rex no. Lawn. No, but no. What, what I like is that sort of um, at the end, their egos sort of get checked. So they are like, you know, we get that like quite uh, brief moment where they're shown to be like working together. You know, it's good because it shows like all like this growth between these characters, um, some more than others. Because you have like, um, what, what's like the um, shrinking Ray is very like underwritten. She's just there for like background, I think. But uh, I mean, they got other seasons to expand them with yeah, the characters yeah. as well. I, um, I want to say sort of like the we're told that uh, Omni Man, so. Um, Mark's father is uh, a alien from the planet Viltrum, and he is he's been sent across the galaxy because he he's a hero and he wants to help save uh, the humans. And during his time on Earth, he falls for um, Debbie Grayson, who is Mark's mother, and they have uh, Mark and. During that time, you know, he he makes a name for himself as the, the you know the he the superhero Omni Man. Until such time that Mark, uh, sorry, Mark Grayson develops his own powers and becomes the superhero. Yeah, and, and, and then it changes. Yeah, and then obviously it's always been a big mystery about mm. unless you have read the comics, but whereas you haven't read the comics about why Omni Man is killed the Guardians and why in the kind of way he's very like hesitant about Mark's powers and the idea was like, oh, I was kind of wish that you didn't develop your powers in a way it's like, because it's a wake up call for him. Hmm. Since he's been yeah. on earth, he's been taking on this persona and lived in humanity and yeah. gained human- some humanity. Yeah. But now about Mark's powers, but in the back of mind, he was like, that purpose has always been there. Hmm. And now Mark has gained his powers. He realizes that like, yeah. okay, now the, the clock is switched yeah. on. The, and, you know, um, the alarm's ringing. I've yeah. got to, go on to my mm. you know my my executive authority now like <laughs> yeah. my, my true purpose and, um do you, do you know like seeing uh not omni man right with the mustache as like this uh, superman character every single time i see him right i kept on thinking is he meant to be like um uh, a justice league super uh, superman where do you know like obviously he was um what's his name was it, damn it, it's escaping my mind. The guy who played Geralt. Oh, Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill, of course. Uh, he, when he had a moustache from Mission Impossible Fallout. <laughs> I kept on thinking, like, wow, like he wouldn't have looked that bad if he had a moustache. No, I wouldn't no. have minded. Like, no. And did you notice, right, when we see the Viltrumites, all of the men have moustaches? Do you notice that? I did not notice that at Every all. single man has what? got a moustache. God. No, not a beard, a moustache. Do you reckon that's probably a sign of uh, strength in Viltrumite society? 
Well, we are told in episode eight that all they do is relish power and strength. Yeah, so basically the way I see this is the Viltrumites are basically Nazis. And, yes, um, <laughs> space Nazis. The idea is like, okay, we need to create a strong society by game of the week. Mm. And I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. I definitely can compare that to uh, to 1930s Germany. Um, and the idea then, they... they expand this they create this empire that they wanted to take over our planets and bring this kind of strength and like eliminate weakness mm. and the idea is like obviously only man's been sent to earth to for that purpose uh but in a way it's it's hard when i'm looking at only man and why he's doing you know why he's doing all this he's like brainwashed in a way He's oh, yeah, yeah. up to believe that what he's doing is right. Yeah. The only way for like, you know, the world to be better is destroy, like, you know, to be subjugated for, you know, conquering and, you know, uh total annihilation and all that. And that's his what he believes. But that's really but he doesn't see coming to Earth in a way doesn't see there's a lot more to that, but is he still he's still like loyal to his world and to his cause and to you know the you know the the, the concept the, the you know the kind of the 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 ethos of um you know bringing yeah. strength to the universe it's it's really weird the thing like you know was it like only the most like um loyal of the viltrumites were sent out to sort yeah. of like yeah um Almost as like Manchurian candidate, right? Like they were sent yeah. there, to oh yeah, weaken, uh, like uh, to divide and conquer, like these weak worlds for to make them ripe for the conquering. But then, but then, do you reckon some of them went to other worlds and this just they just took over them straight away? Yeah, Whilst with yeah. Nolan, when only man, maybe he arrived on Earth and realized that it's a bit more difficult than it is. Yeah, so he's yeah. going to have to kind of like you know sink into society and build yeah. all this. Oh, is this is this, it's horrible yeah. when he when he um, calls like his his wife Debbie like a pet? Yeah, that's disgusting. Oh, I, it yeah. is like oh my god, like that's it's, like it low. is disgusting. But um, when you say like yeah, like maybe some Viltrumites did like take over other worlds, but I think they were obviously this maybe it's revealed in the comics, but I, I I've never read them, so I'm not sure. Uh, maybe like those agents who were sent out to these worlds, they were given carte blanche to like. You will. You can take over this world using whatever means you think are necessary. So, yeah. with with a with a, a place like Earth, maybe Nolan thought um, it's going to take a while. Seen as like the large super presence here. And plus, um, they're like maybe they, he, they, he was waiting for offspring to help him. And plus, you know? they live for thousands of years. So yeah, so it's not time, as if they're at Earth. It's like a snippet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just yeah. unbelievable. Like. You hate Nolan after it, like yeah. Um, I I didn't really like. There was still a bit of like defense uh, when uh, when Omni Man destroyed the Flaxen homeworld with uh, that banger um, "Tom Tom" by Holy Fuck playing. Yeah, that song is awesome. How like I I've used it on the story like so many times now. But like when when he's just like he's traveling around the world and going so fast, he's causing hurricanes. To yeah. Destroy the flax in the homeworld. It is unbelievable. But apparently they're not all dead. They, they've taken out a bounty on him. Did you see it at, at the end? 
It's it's weird because it's got a tra- time travel mix going on there as well. Ah, right. Yeah, travel, so, okay. yeah. So yeah. obviously you got the coalition of planets. That's basically what's against the Viltrumite Empire and Seth Rogen's uh, Alan the Alien. I think that's yeah. his name is. <laughs> He's kind of like a spokesperson for them, like you know, like an ambassador. And uh, he goes to his planets and, and you know talks to whoever like you know is in charge and all that and. Um, the idea that like Omni Man banning his post is the first time a Vilchamai has done that. So it kind of it gives the hint that the idea that Omni Man could be redeemed and yeah, he yeah. could like be torn between duty and family. And uh and that'd be interesting. It's they're definitely trying to set up a redemption thing for Omni Man. But it's not like he's yeah. gone and gone away. But the Vulturemites are definitely going to be like, maybe see Omni-Man's weak for banning his post. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, maybe he's not even the strongest of the Vulturemites. Oh, no, no. There's definitely know? some stronger ones, yeah. It's, it, I, I can't wait to it see makes like, scary, different like, ones. Yeah. yeah. Like, I can't wait to see like almost like the general Zod of the Vulturemites come in. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, maybe that's what we'll see in season two. Like... Um, the, somehow the Viltrumites have been made aware that mm. Nolan has uh, abandoned his post, so they send like a, a scouting party to see like what's the status of Earth. Yeah, because the the the, um, the coalition of planets knew that Earth was demarcated for uh, invasion, so you know it's it's common knowledge that the Viltrumites have a presence here uh, on Earth. Ah, oh, the world building is so good. And he does it so naturally as well. Yeah, and it's and it's not just focused on Earth. It's focused really on like intergalactic and you know yeah. stuff that would, in a normal superhero show, take like like seasons to expand, isn't it? Yeah. But, uh, like you start off small scale and then you go into like the in, in globally and then you go into intergalactic. But mm. I love it. It's just like it's so it's always established. That's what I like. Yeah, I do like older stories now and again. And yeah. Then, but Mark's like the origin stories, you know, like but it's already an established world. Usually you've got like shows where superheroes aren't. It's an origin story of a superhero in a, in a world that's no, no one's heard of superheroes. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, but <laughs> I, it's, 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 uh, it's those uh, scenes where he's just being his son. I was like, fuck. Darth Vader is isn't that bad. I reckon Darth Vader probably <laughs> looked at it and be like, "What? Like all Darth Vader did was, was cut off Luke Skywalker's yeah. hand. That's it." But like, I don't think Darth Vader wanted to kill Luke at yeah. all. Um, but then, like, only man is like, yeah. Mark's like, "I don't want to join you." Only man's like, "Okay, I'm gonna kill you. I'm just gonna." I've, I've got to say, death. like, I was you like, know Jesus the, the sound design. It was yeah. really good. Like, um, <laughs> I really liked each punch. Was very. Um, I keep on using. I need to like broaden my vocabulary, but it was very visceral and it it, it was hard hitting. Mm. No pun intended. No, um, no one. <laughs> but also, do you know um, uh, Nolan? So Omni Man is traveling to meet with Mark, and they they shoot that like r- laser beam from like the satellite, and it makes like this really cool like reverberating noise. Yeah, that was that, that was some superb sound design. I right love there. the game, like the most expensive nosebleed the world. Yeah, it's like all that for a drop of blood. Like, Brilliant. Yeah, oh, I just loved it. He kept throwing everything at him. It's yeah. like but, it reminds me of like a video game where you fight in like a bunch. It's like <laughs> it's like you playing like so, like Dark Souls and you're going against like 
rounds of bosses and then you got like the big boss yeah 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 or like do you know reminds me of do you know when you have like a health bar and you defeat you defeat him you pull the health bar about a quarter left and then like it it goes to the cutscene. he's unbled he looks all right and it's like aha now you face my minions and he's just like um yeah if you like if Mark Grayson didn't arrive, do you reckon like the immortal or and the kaiju would have killed Omni Man, or do you reckon that was just like? Cause he looks like he was definitely struggling, like that point. Um, no, I I don't think he, they would have. Also, actually, I do like the immortal. Like, yeah. <laughs> I do like that character. He's um li- like Rudy. He's also vo- uh, voiced by Mars. Mar- sorry, Ross Marquand, who yeah, voiced um uh the Red Skull. In Infinity War, yeah, uh, it's so many good voice actors in this as well. Um, but uh, well, uh, the immortal like he just comes back after being killed by Omni Man. This gets killed like five <laughs> seconds later, and then just keep bringing it back because he's immortal. Like he just, you know, he just it's a different type of immortal to in terms of like Omni Man and um, and his species. But you know, he's, he, every time he dies, just come they can just bring him back. Um, mm. I, I feel the the backstory we had for the uh, the immortal was in like these like little flashbacks. I feel that that wasn't that great. I, like if he does come back in season two, which it does look like he is, um, I was hoping I'd hope we'd get a more expanded background. Oh, on him. so you, you want a bit more, a bit Highlanderish added in? There. Yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, exactly I did like, like I did Highlander. like the flashbacks. It's kind of even if they don't delve into it, you kind of kind of have a sense of yeah. like his journey. Yeah, we, we we are given an insight into how long lived he is, maybe how powerful he is cuz he's he's a caveman, right? Like I think the first one we see is him like in like yeah, um like furs and he's got a spear and he sees like the the bright lights and and stuff. Would you hmm. like would you like like to be uh, have that power to be immortal? I mean, uh I don't know. I think it's more of a curse. <laughs> but then you get to live through all these interesting times in history. Yeah, but like everyone you love dies. Yeah, good point. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, the, idea is, <laughs> yeah, the idea is the idea is just don't make personal connections with people, emotional oh, connections. Is is that is that like a massive uh, solution to that moral quandary? Is <laughs> well, you know, what about loved ones? Uh, don't don't have loved ones. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, yeah exactly. Like if you, if you you know if. <laughs> That's what Mark, that's what the Mark needs to do. He knows he's going to live thousands of years. Yeah, yeah. He's going to have to like. Well, I reckon he would die sometime. I, I think. Yeah, I, I think like that's how we're going to see him progress. Is that he's he's going to accept the reality that yes, people he loves are going to you know he's going to outlive them, but you know he as a hero you know he just can't be angry because of it. He'll have to accept that. Yeah. And you know, may, you know, maybe he doesn't have to like. Um, he doesn't have to meet new people to replace those loved ones, but he's, you know, a part of his his heart would always be with those. I don't really. I kind of like when Amber came back, like at the end, yeah. and she was like, "Oh, we're, we're back together." I'm like, "Yeah, we are." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah really." Frankly, he dumped <laughs> him, and then his dad became one of the most horrible people ever. So you, obviously, yeah, you got to take him back. Yeah. That's space like, Hitler. <laughs> yeah, space Hitler, literally. But different mustache, obviously. Um, <laughs> Maybe that's where the mustache is there. I do want like an Adam and Eve, uh, Adam. Um, I said Adam and Eve. Are like. you shipping Invincible and Adam and Eve? 
Yeah. Oh. Me, what relationship? Yeah. That's the term, right? Shipping. Ship. Yeah. You ship someone. It's going to happen anyway. I, th- I think it was a very good willing. They're more thing. connected than with Amber. Yeah. And oh, that's, that's a bit of writing I really appreciated was um, uh, Atom, and Eve, sorry, Atom Eve has just broken up with Rex. So she goes to... Uh, she goes to Mark's house and she, she sees that he's with, um, uh, yeah. What's, what's her name? Damn it. I'm awful with Amber, names. Amber. Amber. I don't know why I'm awful with names. Today. Voiced by Zazie Beats. But she was really good. I thought. In yeah. This. Yeah. But, um, you know, she, um, Atom Eve doesn't get like bitter because of it. Like she's, she's happy. No, for Mark. no. It's... I thought that was really nice. A really nice bit of characterization for her. Cause she's not spiteful. Usually, right in like these like teen dramas. Oh god, I.e. Yeah, the CW. Just, she would have been like, so yeah, bitter. yeah. You know, and, and like really like petulant about it. But she's she's so mature. <laughs> yeah, and, whole, and I, and I really the whole, appreciate the that whole character. season was being like her and Amber against each other. Yeah, yeah, like, like Catty. Yeah, <laughs> but but they they are friends and like they yeah. don't hold it against yeah. each other. That is, I don't know. That's some really refreshing bit of writing. And then, really and, then, nice. and then and then she takes like you know she she tries to see the world and takes like a gap year to like some treehouse and yeah working forest. on herself yeah yeah exactly but I love it thing, I, right? I, I love it when she just like she opens a door in the house yeah and so, so you, you, you shut you know you don't shut that door and it's like it's so... <laughs> that's that was funny yeah. there, are, there are funny moments in the sh- in the show. oh yeah this show is very funny it has a very good sense of humor. Like, do you know, like the recurring characters of um, this, the the White the, House the more... security guard and oh, his yeah, stepson? Yeah. That is really funny. Like, that I know it's funny. meant to be like, a, John, John Hamm. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's meant you know, written as like he's trying to connect with his stepson, and it's like it, they just keep on popping up throughout the story. I love it. Yeah. What's that remind me of? There's always it's like a show where like that there's certain people that same person keep on coming up. up and stuff. Um, yeah, I can't remember. I mean, it's like a, like it's, it's probably like stuff gag. like. Um, Maybe like Arrested Development or something, where there's like these like running gags, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I've got a bit of a critique though. Like I know you said um, you didn't really like the characterization of uh, Amber, but I, I didn't really think Sandra O oh gave a really good voice performance as Debbie. And I, I, I liked it. I liked yeah. it. Yeah. Personally, I didn't think it shined. I, I didn't think her, her the, the character of Debbie, like I it didn't show. Um, Enough of her paranoia and depression setting in. Like it's a re- it's a bit of a cop out, really, in shows when you want to show someone as depressed, so you give them a lot to what, drink. Right, 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 right at the end of the season, or like during? Mm. What when she finds during, out? That... During, yeah, when she starts to suspect, and, and well, um, I don't think it was very uh, well. Um... Uh, well, in the kind of way, she still had a kind of doubt. And I yeah. think that they're saving that kind of like, you know, that, that like, that slump into depression in season two. You know, yeah, if this was yeah. like Netflix or I don't know what it would be, HBO, if this was done by HBO, she would be like a drug addict for like the rest of the, <laughs> yeah, rest of the right, season. Yeah. 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 I thought like, maybe, or like maybe Mark, Mark yeah. will have like some PTSD. So I'm not going to lie. Oh, Mark definitely. definitely got PTSD. Yeah. Mark, go through that train. Yeah. Go through that train. Yeah. That's definitely PTSD. <laughs> He's gonna yeah. have nightmares about that, like these people that he couldn't save. Like, yeah, he's gonna start doubting himself in season two, I believe. About, yeah, yeah, um, 
why, how can I call myself a hero when I, I couldn't save any of those people? Yeah. Appar- apparently, right, thousands of people died during their little fight. And um, their, their little uh, tiff. <laughs> and, um, oh my God, like, I'm still... That scene was so... I like. I do. Awful, I do like it. Value, but they know that only man is the one who's killing everybody because yeah. Invincible trying to stop yeah. it. It could just turn. Everyone yeah. could turn and be like, "Oh, we need to hunt down Invincible." But it, I'm glad they didn't go that route because. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think um, it was very nice to see. Well, not nice. It was very interesting to see. Uh, it was obviously a bit of um, like exposition given by the news reporter, but when they said. Uh, you know, like we are just like shocked that like, we the the cost of the damage is insurmountable. Like it 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 wasn't anger. Like in, in like usually like you know superhero films, you'd be like, you know, why why would uh, Omni Man do such a thing? You know, be angry. Uh, but it was more confusion and shock, which I think it. Um, obviously, right. Whenever to, to, we think of something like to, this, we think nine eleven. Don't we? To be fair, this is a world where destruction yeah, is pretty it's much common. Yeah. it's common so yeah. i don't think they were kind of like oh why do you know only man do this it's confusion but like okay why is only man the one causing the destruction mm. like and why is he attacking yeah. invincible and if these people as you said like you know if it's common and if they are like desensitized to such damage yeah and into a world where heroes could just put like all this back to normal using their powers easily something like this right where like essentially like a city was destroyed it, even in this world, it is a shock. It's it's probably like world changing. Like what we see now is all change. Like what we saw with like um, C- uh, Cecil. I I refuse to call him Cecil. That's an American thing. It's Cecil. I'm calling Cecil. What, yeah, whatever. Right, him. I'm sticking what, with what they say. <laughs> yeah, like when when we see him in that lab, right? That was a very cool teaser. And when uh, Alan, the alien, says, you know, like, oh, what do you have planned? And it's like, it cuts to that, um, is it the Klaxons song? And it's like all like these different things, like these What's it called? Um, teasers for next season. That was amazing. I'm trying to find out the song up now. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I think it was a Klaxons song. No, it's That's by another the thing. The soundtrack it's by the, it's, is very it's by cool. the Hives, I think. Oh, the Hives. Yeah, That's yeah. That's it, yeah. Oh yeah, soundtrack. I I love the every time the Mauler twins. Those are those are fun, good characters. Yes. The Mauler twins. It, yeah. Like they don't know who's the original. And yeah, there is an original. And, they, and they're insulting each other, saying like, yeah. oh, I, "Oh, I'd expect such an uh, such an error from a clone." Yeah, it's like, yeah. yeah. But you might be the clone. Oh, no, I love that. They're literally villains. I just keep popping up again. Yeah. And again. get get like the things, yeah. and then they'll come back to prison. But they, they are like. Um quite the like the bumbling idiots sort of like you know like the they're like yeah. bumbling henchmen aren't they yeah yeah but, but they are very intelligent and like i, I, I love um, how they introduced immediately as the uh, the first villains i love it and uh, obviously talking about the the, the score there's the music every yeah. time they do something like run the jewels gets played yeah <laughs> apparently that was on purpose some i think one of the producers wanted um Run the jewels music to play, like awesome. I started to, to, as yeah. kind of like the definitive like uh, artist for like the more oh, nice. twins, which oh, is cool. quite cool. So expect a lot more. Yeah. Run the jewels music. I, I did notice like each um, not not a hero necessarily, but each villain had its own theme. Like um, the the Cla- sorry the Flaxons had Tom Tom play in all the time. Um, oh damn, what was it? Uh, Titan 
uh, voiced yeah. by M- Mashallah Ali. He yeah. Had, I think it was like, it, you know, it, it was going like, you know, the king and stuff, which yeah. obviously he becomes like the kingpin of crime. Yeah. City. yeah. That was very cool. Um, there was um, Cage the Elephant, Broken Boy. I'm not sure who that was for, though. Um, that was when, when Invincible, like, he, he gets his suit for yeah. the first time. And yeah, he plays and, Broken um, Boy. That was cool. And then you had, uh, when it comes to the... Uh, um, when it comes to the um, Amber Marklich, yeah, I kind of like that. Uh, the you know the uh, what are they called um, Vampire Weekend. Oh, yeah, so yeah. kind of that kind of teen romance music. And mm. I think for um, you got battle tapes well for Mark Grayson as well. Um, yeah, I, I do love this um, this uh, the score, the soundtrack. Mm. Uh, I mean, this, and the score's um... the score's done by. Uh, uh, John, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, John Paisano. John Paisano, and he's done like a lot of superhero shows, like Daredevil and um, ah. The Defenders. Yeah. Um. Oh, what was I going to say? Uh, the the outro music is very cool. That's like the the traditional superhero music. Oh yeah, uh, that's been covered by Samuel Kim, and it's very cool. I did like uh, season seven ended with just a uh, quiet, no, nothing on the credits. Oh, you mean uh, episode seven, right? Episode seven, yeah, yeah. yeah. It reminds me of um, uh, Red Wedding when it ends, mm, and the credits yeah. are just like quiet. Yeah. Like, oh my god! It also reminded me a bit when it was um, when uh, Falcon Winter Soldier, when um, John Walker kills that guy. In, oh like, yeah. Episode four. There's like a little. It's like. It's a bit different music, but it's like a lot. It's more, more somber, isn't it? More darker, yeah, yeah. yeah I like, yeah, I that's, like that. That's very cool. Um, I, I gotta say, like, I'm, I, I'm, I'm chewing at the bit for another season. I, I want another season. Like, I think they away. will do. It. I think it's going to be following. Yeah. Uh, what for Invincible or Falcon? Uh, Invincible. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Invincible. I think Falcon. I gotta say though, like, I'm so glad. Like, uh, Amazon is not. Uh, is not installing the business model of oh let's just like dump the whole series on one day so that people can binge. I, I, I prefer it. I, I don't know. I prefer for, for, for Invincible. You you you. No prefer... no 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 no. I was on. What I'm about. I prefer the um, the one episode of the week. Week by week. Yes. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. I, I'm I'm not a yeah. big fan of everything being dumped on uh on like what on because then you just binge watch it and then yeah. it just, and then it goes after a while. I hope exactly. Witcher yeah. they. They act, Netflix actually don't dump the whole season one go, but they probably will. Yeah, I, I think that was the problem with uh, The Witcher season one is that, um, yes, it, it was very popular, but it could have been much more popular. Uh, but I, I do think season one of The Witcher needs to be bingeable because of the the way the timelines went. and Ah, uh, okay, yeah. So, I, so I it was more I digestible. do yeah. not think the second season of The Witcher is going to be popping in different timelines i don't think that's going to happen i think it's going to be very coherent <laughs> and focused maybe you'll get like a flashback episode to the greener true story that's how you tie in yeah that. yeah uh but the that's main true. the main thing is going to be focused on blood and elves now um, remind me grain of truth is about the booty and the beast right yeah yeah that okay one, yeah. okay yeah um, um this, this is the question do you think in season two of invincible we're going to get flashbacks of nolan's time on viltrum on viltrum I think that can only happen if you have Nolan there. Like, mm, that's interesting. If so, you so look from his in, point of view, yeah. Because flashbacks usually work best when you have, like, when it's from the character's point of view, remembering. 
That's true. Like yeah. if it's like a scene where it's Amber, Mark, and a date, and then it cuts to like a yeah. flashback on on Northern Viltrumite, it mm. doesn't. It's meant to be a contrast, I, I know, isn't it? Yeah. I, I do think Owen Man's going to make an appearance in season two. I don't I, think I he's think... going to be. Yeah, I, a, I think he's going to um, be in the latter half of season two. Yeah, he's not going to be AFK for like the whole time. Mm. Um, Something like J.K. Simmons. I, I think he was the, the main draw for people. He he oh, is yeah. probably the, the highest build, isn't he? And also, and also uh, Stephen uh, Stephen yeah, yeah. And obviously he's famous for The Walking Dead and he just got nominated for an Oscar for Minari. Yeah. Uh, so I, I really liked him in, as well. I really liked him in Korra. As the, oh, yeah. the first Avatar, I thought he yeah, was really that's good. good. That's good, uh, but obviously the cast is it's amazing. Like oh, it's, it's probably like one of the best like animated casts. Yeah, yeah. So like even Gomer Hershali yeah. is Titan. Yeah. Well, I say that maybe not like um, uh, the Clone Wars, who is just D Bradley Baker <laughs> voicing everyone. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've got D Bradley Baker on this on the show. They gotta have him in. That'd they should. Awesome. They should bring in a lot of those like veteran voice actors like Laura Bailey. Um, ah, yeah. Uh, no, the North, uh, Troy Baker. Just have those ones in. That's I think a- they will. Yeah. Yeah. They had, um, oh, who's the one that voiced uh, Monster Girl? Grey Griffin. Yeah. You know, she, she portrayed um, you know, Mandy from the, the Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. And she was, um, uh, what's her name? Princess um, Azula from Avatar. She's awesome, really good voice actress. But um, because some people can't do, you get some actors who do voice acting, and it it, it doesn't work for them. Like, hmm. some, but some people can do both. Like, it reminds me of Destiny One, where they had Peter Dinklage voice uh, act for yeah. Ghost. Yeah, and he the way he did it was he he did it really like it was very boring and very just like toned down. Yeah, where it felt like. He was just reading from a script while doing it, like it wasn't that kind of energetic, like like. Are you saying that that Peter Dinklage phoned in his performance on Destiny? I, I literally <laughs> what I what I think he did was he told him to like, okay, your voice and ghost, and uh, Destiny came out twenty fourteen came out, and Game of Thrones is popular, so they wanted like you know yeah, bringing Peter Dinklage yeah. as that, and and. It felt like he was reading from the script. That's why they replaced him with Nolan North in Destiny One. Yeah. Um, if you go back and watch videos on YouTube with Pika Dinklage's voice, yeah, um, I remember. I remember uh, the memes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So some actors who are really good on screen don't kind of doesn't bode well into yeah. Voice acting. I mean, sometimes like I mean, I'd say Peter Dinklage has a distinctive voice. Yeah. But he has more of a physical presence like you you yeah. see him in um oh, what was like the new film he was in with uh um oh yeah yeah um, oh, damn it i care a lot that's it yeah yeah i care yeah. a lot um oh yeah rosamund pike that was it yeah, but okay. um yeah like he hasn't got that much of a like vocal performance yeah i, I totally agree and, and you have um yeah like you you look at like some of like the the voice acting in like these really big films, like do you know, like the Suicide Squad, right? K- um, King Shark is going to be voiced apparently by Sly Sly Stallone. I think he is. It's not apparently. Like, is, is that is, is that going to be good or is that just a gimmick? 
like uh like Groot. Cause- I think this is a gimmick. I think what James Gunn is doing is he's trying to not trying to bring in that kind of Guardians like stuff into um Suicide Squad. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. but um I was I was quick to go back to Invincible. Yeah. And uh <laughs> I got we've got to talk about uh I mean there's some of these episodes I want to talk about, but uh obviously episode one was uh Mark finding his powers. And then you had the obviously the uh, the shocking uh, massacre <laughs> of the Guardians by um, Omni Man, and then number two is is like what was that number, episode episode two? It was Mark basically um, still trying to like you know get hold of his powers and stuff like that. And then our relationship with Amber happens. Episode three is like is like what was it? What's happened in episode three? Um. So when um Dark Blood is is sort of like oh yeah in yeah mis- yeah uh, investigation yeah yeah and then episode four is when he goes on that mission to Mars and um and then episode five is that the episode with uh, Titan and uh, oh yeah <laughs> and uh, what what's his name um Machine uh, Head Machine Head that, that literally awesome. feels yeah. like a lost brother of Daft Daft Punk. Yes, <laughs> helmet just made it. It's like I'm, I'm keeping like, down auto tuned voice. Yeah, it's like awesome. Do you know when I put that description on for uh, yeah, the last few episodes of a post I did for uh, Mintable? It's like, yeah, will like uh, Machine Head bring Daft Punk back together? <laughs> That's awesome. It's so funny, and uh, literally that that fight, that fight is bonkers because that's brilliant because yeah. like it's supposed to be they came out they turned up and like oh we're going to take down machine head and then all these villains appear yeah and then you got battle beast who's that is awesome isn't it? and then he beats the shit out of mark and then the new guardians appear and then he beats the shit out, out of uh, black <laughs> samson and monster girl and i'm like oh my god they killed off like all right, Mark is definitely going to survive, but I thought, oh, they definitely killed off two characters. I thought this is again re Game of Thrones with this killing off characters yeah. like, straight away, and um, obviously they survive. But and then <laughs> it's literally him, and then Battle Beast like I heard there was like worthy opponents on Earth. Guess I was wrong, <laughs> and then he just leaves, and I'm like, oh my god, this is this is like, but then this is kind of like this is like a normal thing that. Happens, isn't it? This is if this seems to me to be like a very normal superhero fight that has yeah. got so out of hand. It, um, um, <laughs> it reminded me of a sort of like uh, I, I don't know, like like a, a series sort of like finale. Yeah. You know, it was just yeah. like it was really yeah. cool. Though. Like all these characters were set up. Like there was like the the super villains and Battle Beast. Like they're definitely coming back. Or you know. I think they were hinted at in like the the epilogue of episode eight, but it, I don't know. It, it was just like, did did they kill Machine Head? Do you know? I think that what I think they deactivated him. They took out his chip. Yeah, because um, uh, Cecil t- took the the chip that like makes him predict like it, it makes him like have the ability to pre- um, predict what's ha- uh, going to happen. Right? Like, yeah. Team. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so that's obviously going to come into it eventually. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um but <laughs> that that fight was like it, it, it felt to me like, uh, but that fight showed you just like how a normal superhero villain fight would go down. Yeah, like imagine you had uh, um, 
like I took the example of you watched in the Infinity War, you got Thanos fighting the Guardians, uh, Spider Man, Doctor Strange, and Iron Man. If this was done in invincible terms, that would be such a bloody fight. I reckon yeah. a lot of the Guardians would be dead. But it's like this. <laughs> yeah, like if this was invincible, and it, you know, hence it'd be more realistic. All of the Avengers versus like um, Thanos' army, and several times, right, it's referenced that Thanos has the largest army in the galaxy, right? Yeah. So surely he would just decimate them. There would be nothing. Yeah. They, they wouldn't even be dust beneath his feet. Yeah. He, he, and and if he's such a powerful uh, villain, right? He just he'd snap them out of existence automatically. Yeah. He would use he'd use the gauntlet, like yeah. and not just like yeah, you know, yeah. Talk about balance and and crap. Yeah. yeah. But <sighs> in the in the if, say if we had say if you put the Avengers uh, f- finale fight, yeah, into Invincible, like you know, bringing a kind of realistic depiction of it, like the tone. I think so many, so many heroes would have died. <laughs> it, it, it would just literally just be a massacre. It would be like a war zone. Like it, it, it would, wouldn't it? It would just be like yeah. some. Um, I don't know what would it be. It'd be like a big battle where like hundreds would would have died, like yeah. in superheroes and stuff like that. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. Because well, you you look at this right. Like the the big sort of like finale was Omni Man versus Invincible, and Several times it's hinted at in like superhero um, fiction that there's massive collateral damage, but it's also it's it's all almost always um, shrugged off as like like a, a little in joke. It's like yeah. you know, oh, there's there's massive like collateral, but don't worry about that. You know, it's never seen, and the, the impact of like these these superhumans fighting is never detailed. I, I I've got to say right. Um, this is probably the only instance of massive visual, uh, sorry, massive civilian casualties portrayed in superhero fiction. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes, we have the destruction of Metropolis in Man of Steel, but we never see like on mass people dying. No, it's always and- buildings collapsing, and wow, doesn't that look cool? But it's it, never portrayed. It's as, always like, hindered. It's like it's gonna, people are going to get really like uh, people are going to be very put off. Yeah, yeah, um, the you know, seeing the bodies everywhere and exactly, stuff like that. Yeah. But I think that's why Invincible could not do live action unless you turn it down a bit. But I don't think I'll yeah. work still because um, then I think because yeah. animated people will, and obviously it's, it's rate, it, rated 18, yeah. So, but because animated, maybe it doesn't, people are less put off by it, yeah. I totally but if it agree. was live action, like yeah. if you saw, like. You see, like, uh, you know, there's, like, kids dead in the street and there's, like, people just crushed in the rum- bubble. Yeah. Like, that could not be done in live action. Mm. That I, just, to- I totally agree. Like, that would be, a- like, that would be, like, the, the, the board of the classification would just look at and be like, no, yeah. with this, you can't get out. <laughs> yeah, they're a blacklist. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I totally agree. And it's like... Um... <sighs> like, there's a lot of, like, artists doing, like, fan art of, like... Um these fan casts for a live action version. Oh, but Boss Logic's doing that. Yeah. And I, I, I don't think he's doing it as a sort of like, oh, you know, please let this happen in live no, action. No, I think no. He, but it's like just it, doing it as a like tribute, fast. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I totally agree. I don't think this will work in live action. 
no. you can't like th- this is the point i think in invincible it's showing this this more realistic this this is what happens when superheroes will fight you know this is the damage to the what? normal person what and it'll never happen in, in do you reckon action. the boys will because apparently the next season of the boys is going to be more bloodier uh, then they're just going to say that. They say that, yeah, yeah. But yeah. do you think there's going to be? Do you reckon the boys will delve in? Will do something like that? Maybe where Homelander goes insane and just kills people, and you see just blood and guts. Well, and, we did like, get a bit of that in season two when yeah, but it, Superman laser eyes the whole crowd, but then it's revealed it was all a dream. You know, it, it, it was like a, a daydream. It wasn't really focused on like it. Just it was quite it was quite quick, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, it wasn't like detailed, yeah. No, no, exactly. Uh I got I gotta admit, like, yeah, like the boys are more willing to stray into that territory, but still they're they're more Yeah. I, I got a feeling, right, the boys is gonna become something very um self referential and it's gonna become a parody of itself eventually. And I, I really like it, but I'm I, I don't think it should go on forever. Like it should it, be. It's looking. It's very political. The boys. It's, it's very political. Yeah, uh, and I think it does it very well. Yeah. Show while it's invincible, it's not like that. But they still both yeah. have kind of the, you know, you kind of have the villains that you're supposed to be heroes and yeah. not. And but, stuff but it's like, like this, right? Like I think the boys does political uh, politics and um, a cultural commentary very well. Yeah, but. I, as I say, like I think, if it, if it goes on for say more than two more series as seasons, it's going to become uh, a parody of itself, and it's going to it's going to be very bad. I, I think, think it's it should, they're going to drag out. Itself. They're going to drag out the show. They're going to make a lot of seasons. <sighs> yeah, I, I, I'm not looking forward to that then. Yeah, I, I think it, personally, I think season three should be the last one. Oh, yeah controversial i know but i think it should it should be it should remain very self-contained and not go off the boil because if we've learned anything recently is that shows that go on for something like you know i don't know randomly that's for for an example eight seasons it can go very shit <laughs> yeah i think the the fit the five seasons like breaking bad dead works but but it had a story to tell exactly and, and, and it, it um, but five seasons is enough. Four, yeah. five seasons is enough. Like, I mean, if you've got a show that ends after two seasons, that's fair enough for three seasons. Yeah. Like, The Leftovers, uh, that story was how the beginning and end. Yeah. Um, but shows that go on for like eight seasons, it does run out of steam. Uh, we talked about this before in previous podcasts. Mm. Uh, the thing is with. The things with Invincible, you can drag us out for a couple more seasons. I don't think it's going to be like you're referring to Invincible. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Cause yeah, because this is just setting up the story. Yeah, yeah. And let's say, I, I kind of have a feeling this is how the show's going to end, and it's going to be maybe Omni Man. It's going to be this big Avengers star battle between Earth, the Coalition, the planets against the um, the Viltrumite Empire. And yeah. then somehow yeah. only man might be redeemed in there or something. Mm. Um, it's definitely laid the breadcrumbs, and, um, and then, you know maybe only yeah. man will lift up the lead of the Viltrumites and throw him down um, a vat and gets ah, electrocuted. Nice, and then he gets reanimated thirty years later. Somehow Palpatine has returned. <laughs> yeah, that'd be brilliant. 
So no, some somehow Omni Man has returned. That'd be somehow brilliant. But, yeah, like I hope it's going to be like this sort of like Rick and Morty sh- stuff, where it's like these like really weird aliens, you know? Because um, Mark can hold his breath, but he can't breathe in outer space, right? He breathes oxygen. Yeah, but when he's talking to Alan, the alien, he's not. He hasn't got any oxygen. Yeah, he, he's like holding his breath. Yeah, but he's talking to him like in a weird. Ah, it's 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 probably something. Yeah, yeah, this what we show found is like there's there's a lot of stuff you can question, but it's not bad. It's not criticisms, but it's just like the world. Yeah, yeah, it's it's just weird, isn't it? It's different, and and the thing is, like, it's alien, so you can get away with it. Yeah, exactly, exactly, and and it's and it's a world where, uh, you know, kind of grounded in a way, but it's like you know, you got like alien creatures yeah. made in earth like yeah well you know, i mean like that. look what we could do like next season right we haven't even got to focus on the viltrumites that could take no, a back, no. that could take a back burner whilst mark um s- uh, s- consolidates his role as a oh hero. we got think i definitely gotta have a rematch in battle beast and and the yes musical. that would be awesome yeah because like um i would like a, a, a revisit to the martian plot because obviously um, yeah, the, the face hugger creatures yeah yeah like, yeah you know, they're gonna sort of either take over mars or like the Martians. yeah they are maybe they're gonna they try and invade earth yeah great. and uh they obviously introduce sinclair they're not gonna be done with him um yeah, yeah i want to see what goes and they're obviously gonna have that the relationship of debbie and um mark develop as well now it's just them two um, I really don't know what they're going to do with Debbie. I'm trying to avoid reading up on like Wikipedia. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to look up. Yeah. No, 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 because uh, exactly because yeah. I'm trying to avoid it. Because yeah. uh, I, I might not even read the the comics because I think I'm just going to allow myself to just enjoy the show. Yeah, on its own. Yeah, and you know maybe some people won't like that. Maybe some people would be like, oh, you know, you've got to like maybe it's not as good as the comics. But I really just want to, you know. Maybe like when it's finished, I'll, I'll read the comics and see like if it's any better. But I really yeah. just want to yeah like, like delve uh, into this world. Like I would the read show. the comics. Maybe I will pick up like the the first volume or something. Yeah, but um, I'm you know like I don't know the way I see it is I don't want to spoil myself by reading too into it. Exactly. Yeah. So usually, what I usually do is I read. Uh, re- I read the books after the, like the show or film has ended. Yeah, I know that's yeah. a bit stupid because uh, mm. I, I read like, like the the official like series yeah, wiki, yeah. not like the 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 comic. It, yeah, wiki. exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, but I'm always tempted to always look at spoilers. I don't know why. It's just me. Um, <laughs> maybe I just don't <laughs> you, get you just love it, spoilers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe I was, I've got you know. Sometimes if I'm bored. I just look up spoilers. I don't know why I do that. Just ruins it for myself. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes. Like, uh, yeah, with all the characters, really. Um, especially, like, it's going to be more focus as well on the Mark's uh, personal life. I think he will go, he will, he will to go into college as well. Yeah. We'll see him in college. Um, I did like, um, I want to see Mark Hamill's character like art, um, art, yeah, yeah, uh, appear a lot more. And uh, maybe... he seems like a very like um, generous person. And yeah, a, he a very, does. Um, uh, he does. Empathetic person. Yeah, yeah, and he's and obviously I, hurt by um, yeah, Man's betrayal. I, I'm or... wondering how 
his relationship with Mark will progress. You know, maybe like just being around him just reminds me reminds him of Omni Man. So he, he's just he has like some dark feeling now towards Mark. Do you think no. there's? Do you reckon there's going to be a state where obviously I do think Mark is going to join the Guardians? That's yeah. inevitable. It's going to happen. Yeah, uh, and Eve is going to return to Guardians as well because she's not technically in the in the Guardians, is she? No, no, no. no she so she's not technically, but she will come and help fight and help them with fighting like a a villain. But do you think there's going to be like another a, a figure comes out in Mark's life that's going to be like a a far figure for him, and maybe another superhero yeah, that'd be who's nice. going to yeah, be, that'd be like. Cool. Hmm, yeah, maybe maybe they, they maybe they've developed a bit more Mark and maybe Titans relationship. Yeah, I mean they'll they'll bring him back. Um, I feel like there was something nice kind of there. Have, like yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be nice to have Mashallah Ali back on. Yeah, too. and obviously he's going to be maybe his crime boss. I don't think was, I don't think I, Titans it, are supposed to be evil. <laughs> I don't think supposed to yeah. be like. I, I think he's he's an enlightened despot. Yeah, he's a crime yeah. lord, yes. Yeah, but he's a good guy. <laughs> I, I yeah, like he. I think he's meant to be a bit of like the kingpin or something. You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the kingpin, let, obviously, bad. Like, oh no, but what I mean is like he's a little bit like based off him. You know. Yeah. Because obviously, like the kingpin hasn't got any specific powers, whereas. Uh, Titan can like he has that like silica silicate skin, doesn't he? That like rock skin. That's 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 a really cool power. I'm and really I was surprised like, like, he's yeah. not like impenetrable, is he? It's just like a layer of rock. Yeah, that's yeah. so cool. Imagine the sec- first episode, of second season, all the new guardians just get killed, and we're like, yeah. oh, and now it's the new guardians. David Bart Douglas, like, hmm, what's happened? Yeah, <laughs> it's come, just <laughs> rinse and repeat. Mm. Um, I hope they they introduce more characters, like like maybe as you said, like a father figure for. for I do um, think Immortals can Mark. appear a lot more as well. Ooh, they can bring it back. That'd be nice. Maybe him be good, as yeah. a as a paternal figure. Well, like, and also Mark will kind of need someone he can kind of relate to. The yeah, idea of someone yeah. who's lived thousands of years, and yeah. Mark is going to re- found out that he's mm. everyone he knows and loves is yeah. going to go eventually. Like he's going to outlive his his you know his yeah. mother he's gonna outlive uh, C- uh ah, Cistor. he's gonna so, outlive so he can relate to to the immortal yeah i think so because the immortal has lived for thousands of years yeah. that'd be interesting obviously ah. people who listen to us who read the comics um, yeah they're probably like screaming right now oh my god why don't you know what happens yeah <laughs> or in, in, or in, unless the immortals like omni-man and he's like attacks fights uh yeah, like he kills great uh, Mark again. To be fair, like I need to keep a count, make a count of how many times Mark has gone to hospital. It's been twice, um, but it's like kick ass, right? Because like he's just starting out as like this. Yeah, hero. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and however much he says he's invincible, he is not invincible. You know, no, it's no. so funny. Like I really like the. Um, it, it was almost like when these like Marvel sort of gimmicks of like waiting each episode for them to say invincible for the title, yeah, yeah. The title card that's progressively getting bloodier and bloodier. Oh yeah. I, I that was so that. cool. Yeah. yeah. That, that was, that, I didn't notice it until like later on in the season. He's going to get to a point where it can be so bloody. You can't even see the title card anymore. I don't think, gonna, like, I think that was a one-off. Maybe, oh, maybe, yeah. they, maybe they're not going to do that for next, um, next season. I think that was just like a season one gimmick, but um, I because it's very it's very fun, you know. It's it, it, 
for a show that's quite like there's a lot of like things going on like theme wise and especially with uh nolan it's very dark it's quite a happy bright show do you find that it's quite like nice to watch like i don't yeah i'm not like depressed like no no this isn't like oh what's the show uh yeah it's not like a dead like a netflix original (laughs) like watchman where it's really depressing all the time yeah I mean, like, I did like Daredevil just yeah. for James, but they dealt, dealt with some themes, and it, at times it was very dark. Yeah. Like, this is a different type of where yeah, it's, it's a bit of light yeah. as well. Hmm. Um, that's, yeah, um, that's one thing I don't like. Um, it's, it's a little thing. It's, uh, it's, it's the one-to-one adaptation of uh, Invincible's costume. I, I hate the color screen. I hate it. What the Invincible's costume? Yeah, I hate it. So I don't much. like the glasses on him. Yeah, it's, it's like bu- the eyes, bug eyes. I hate it. I, I hate think, all of it. Um, but I do, it's actually, iconic. I do, yeah, I do but like I the costume. It. I don't like it. No, uh, <laughs> don't like it at all. <laughs> do you know the one that he picks out like first, and they say like, "Oh, it's too loud." I think he says that. Yeah, like, it's too loud or something. I would much prefer that one because he says that one was loud, and he chose the the complete like garish version he chose like this bloody blue and yellow version it's oh maybe that's just me being a bit well, um, if, if you um, compare it to omni man's costume omni man's like it's got like the red and it's got the gray well i like it yeah that's just like a bit it. more of the omni man's it honestly does look like a yeah, I, a nazi version of superman that, that's costume. what i found with the costumes i'm thinking if you look at the costumes they're very like they're, they're quite telling about the person's kind of um, like, yeah, like they're, they're quite character, the personality, classical, like, classical like, comics. Like, as well. to me, it's like it's pink, and I feel like you know, like girls do like color pink. You know, that's like a very general yeah. thought, but like you know, uh, like I know that like if like my sister was be a superhero, she will she would be like a pink costume. <laughs> um, but, but, but that's like, the thing, right? They they, yeah. they reference that, don't they? They say it's like, oh, you know, like who designed your costume? It's so like, what was it like? Um, it, oh, what did they say? It's like, um, it, it. Oh damn it! I think they say it's something. It's like it's misogynistic because of like it's like it's high cut around her hips. But it's just like, yeah, she chooses. She chooses to wear that. That's like her choice. What is this? Adam Eve's costume. Adam and Eve. Yeah, yeah. See, it's a little bit of politics in there as well but not like yeah but it's, it's referential isn't it? like they, they use it as a joke don't they, they yeah say like yeah well, i i chose this yeah <laughs> you exactly. know i think it's exactly. like dr seismic said like oh i i also have a minor in like gender studies that was yeah funny. yeah that was really funny and I've, but, I've, um, I, I do think um invincible's costume is that it's quite like light for him because like yeah, yellow and yeah. blue, and his yeah. colors do mix well. To yeah. be honest, it's very like optimistic. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah. I want to look back through some of the other um, the costumes. costumes I, yeah. I like the Immortals costume. I like that. Yeah. yeah, it looks like something the Eternals are going for in the upcoming Marvel Eternals. It's like quite geometric. It's very cool looking. Yeah, I, I think that's my favorite. Actually, I like the color scheme and I like the design of the uh, the Immortals. Outfit. Uh, trying to think of. I uh, I like Dave Dark Blood's outfit as well. Yeah, yeah, That's like the like, the, uh, uh, the noir cop. The noir yeah, cop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah um, also, I like Battle Beasts. 
I know I hate Battle. Like he's such a good villain, but like I just, I just find he's the concept of him character though, isn't yeah. he? <laughs> yeah, literally, a giant lion he done, man. He literally awesome. done like this guy. He's not a, a Viltrumite. He's done so much damage. You're <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Wouldn't it be awesome if they like they ally with him to fight like a Viltrumite in the next season? That'd be awesome. Oh my god, the damage he would do. Yeah, <laughs> but look at that damage. The Mortal Twins. Well, like the, the blue, the blue. That's very distinctive, isn't it? Who's, who's that? Sorry. Uh, the Mauler Twins. Like oh yeah, the Maulers. Yeah, like yeah. they're like jumpsuit. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's very like scientific, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Or it um, reminds me a bit of like like a Fantastic Four sort of outfit. <laughs> yeah, it does. It yeah. does. It definitely does. Um, right. Anything else we we'll talk about with Invincible? Or um, we I, I think we can just give our like rating. I, yeah, let's give our ratings so actually. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So actually, I want to tell you as well. What's your favorite episode? And give us your rating for the oh, show. My favorite episode. Um. Ah, oh, damn. I did like the um. Yeah, the one with Titan. I I, I don't know what it was called. Um. Um. Where, when it. Machine got, Head was in I got, it. It's called that. Actually, hurt. Yeah, I really like that. Um, I love all the, the title episode titles are like quotes cow to say in the yeah. show, in the show. And they're like, what's your rating? Um in general. Yeah. Uh, nine also, out- uh, the series in general, nine out of ten. Nine out of ten. Yeah. Um my favourite episode episode. Oh god. I do actually like episode seven. It's my favourite. I just see uh, like the, the that the, one was um we need to talk <laughs> oh yeah yeah just when like all that destruction the and then yeah. mark and then only man says to mark oh yeah we need to talk yeah and i was like yeah we do i right. i don't know see i i do like the finale where i really come from because it was just so i, I would say i, I would it. say i love finale as well but like yeah. that that scene with the train just puts me off the side like... I, I, all right <laughs> it, it was it was horrific yeah but i think it was it was necessary yeah, yeah. Because you yeah. you need to pay off showing how horrible the Viltrumites are, and you and got how, like, and you got to show the risks, like how yeah. this can be a very different yeah. superhero show. It's like different yeah. than everything, like has been. Um, oh yeah, and, and my rating I'll give was uh, I give, so your rating was nine out of nine, ten for yeah. nine point five out of ten Ooh. for Invincible. There's not many flaws God. I have with the show. I don't think I have much any flaws. I think it's some characters in my mind are underwritten, but then again, it, it's such a large cast you can't. Yeah, help it. yeah, exactly. Well, you know, same thing with Game of Thrones, and then they had underwritten characters in Game of Thrones as well. But obviously, yeah. they can't dare to be like supporting characters, mm. and you know. And I think we've only seen one season, eight episodes. You know, they they were a good forty, forty-five, you know, fifty-minute episodes. I, you know, it's just the beginning. You know, we, yeah. we're just seeing the start of Invincible and the characters. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm really, really was invested in um, these characters. You know, some more than others. You have Omni Man, who is like this brilliant villain they've established now, on par. I'd say his villain villainy supersedes uh, the Homelander. I think he's he's much more iconic now than the Homelander. You know, with, another, thinking, with another season, that would cement. You know, that, you know I'm thinking uh, now. I'm, I'm thinking of making it, giving it a ten. I'm oh, actually thinking oh, now. Go on, I, I, go I on, think. Huh? Yeah, I give it a ten. Ten, a ten. I give a ten. ten. I give a ten. IMDb, like 
Like I literally thought, I want, I want to push this show up to like the nine point ten out of ten on IMDb. Yeah. So I was, yeah, I made it a ten. Yeah, they were uh, <laughs> a perfect ten. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I I don't know. I, I'm still at nine for some reason. There, there's something pulling it down. Maybe it was like you're being yeah. careful. Or you yeah, don't, or yeah. you don't upset the Marvel yeah. fans. By I've been giving. I've been upset by like superhero films so much that I'm a bit. I think I'm still a bit. I mean, I mean, we, like last week we did give, give Falcon with Soldier an eight out of ten, and then yeah, we don't give it a ten yeah. out of ten. Um, this really does like p- push up the rating. Looking at uh, something like the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, mm. yeah, seeing how that finished and seeing how this, you know. This this season one ended it I, is so I, good. I think it's my ratings. I've never had my ratings. Like I can usually, I'll give shows like like on films I really enjoy, like a ten out of ten. But then I feel like oh, they need to be need to be ten out of ten for a reason. Otherwise, yeah. every show I like, I can't give a ten out of ten. Um, mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I say I really give good. A, ten, a ten, a ten. To be fair, I give Ted Lasso a ten as well because I really enjoy that. Mm. Um, that was a good show. Yeah, that's the new season coming out in uh, yeah. July. I, I gotta to say, that. right? Do you know on Friday now? Like, do we have anything? Because this was like our staple for Bad the past batch. like eight weeks. Bad batch. Oh, so uh, it's on Tuesday and Friday. Uh, so it's obviously the first episode is coming out on Tuesday, and then it's just com- next one's coming on Friday, and then after that's nice. every Friday. That's, and that's it's fourteen cool. episodes. So fourteen. Yeah. Yeah, I I didn't know that. I thought it was going to be like, like t- ten or twelve. No, no, it's fourteen. <gasps> but then Loki's, oh. is Loki going to come out at the same time as that? Because uh, we got about four or five weeks, I think, until Loki. What? No, um, it, it finishes on Bad Batch finishes on the thirtieth of July. Loki comes out like when does Loki come out? Huh? There might be Loki a few, like, comes weeks. out on the eleventh of June. Wait. Uh, that's, that's that's a bit squiff. Maybe like we there's a couple of weeks where there'll be two episodes because that's what they did for the uh, the final season of the Clone Wars. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll yeah. see anyway. But also, we got I'm Jup- really hyped. We got Jupiter's Legacy coming out in seventh mm. uh, of May. Oh, yeah. so it's the same day as uh yeah. Uh, I mean, oh, we're covering that for a third week, aren't we? Yes, yeah, so um, that's going to be our next like superhero outing. Then. Yeah, yeah. I'm really interested about this. I want to see mm. like I like uh, the concept. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's 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 different, isn't it? It's not the boys. It's not invincible. It's much more like family oriented, you know. Yeah. Whereas I'd say Invincible was more um, like coming of age. It's like superhero. I feel like I feel like it's going to be like the succession of superhero shows. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Legacy. Passing of the torch. But apparently, sort of it's a mini series. Apparently, it's got like a very definitive end. Good. So, good. Uh, good. Yeah. But, you know. Um. So. Uh. Yeah. That's uh, that's all. I mean, give me uh, well, should give it nine, uh, nine out of ten. I'd give it ten out of ten. Really enjoy the show. If you haven't watched it, uh, go and watch it. I mean, if you, if you haven't watched it, then yeah. we just spoiled it for you. <laughs> we did so, warn uh, you, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, thank you everyone for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed listening to us ramble on today. Um, of course, I said earlier, follow us on our Instagram pages, plus, follow us on numerous platforms we are on, including Spotify, Anchor. Apple, Google, Overcast, Amazon Music, Radio Public, and Pocket Casts. If you enjoyed this episode, can you please give us, like, you know, uh, share some love and um, give us a rating on Apple Podcasts and, you know, give a review 
And uh, yeah, uh, any comments you want, um, we'll, we'll definitely take into consideration. Um, and also follow us on Facebook. And if you want to be on the podcast or if you want to like buy anything else, email us at thehoffycoffeecast at gmail.com. So yeah, um, thank, you, thank you everyone for listening. Hope you have a good uh, bank holiday weekend here in Britain. Yay! And yeah, yeah. Um, better better uh, weather than in Britain as well, because uh, ours is shoddy at the moment. Oh, yeah, yeah. We had those April showers, haven't we? Yep. Brilliant. All right. <laughs> I'll see, see you later, guys. See you next week. Bye.